and welcome to episode 225 of the Dinner Sisters podcast. We're back, and we're two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. I'm Kate Schultz, living and working right outside Atlanta, Georgia. I'm a passionate cook and recipe collector, always thinking about my next meal. Like I said, we're back and ready for the next season of the Dinner Sisters, and we still have to be mysterious, and so we can reveal more <laughs> about this special project when it airs, we think, in June. And I cannot wait to talk about it, Betsy. It is, like, killing me not to. I know. In the meantime, here we are back in the pod. <laughs> back in the pod. Is... Where, where we love to be. <laughs> where we love to be. Yes, it's our home here. Uh, thankfully, we have not forgotten how to do it back in the saddle. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Mm-hmm. Betsy Wallace, living, working, and raising a family in Atlanta. Uh, you know what, Kate? I can still use help planning and cooking for my family <laughs> of five. <laughs> Who is just getting, like, taller and taller. You sent a picture of the kids today. I, I know. I don't. I'm against it. Um, They're too tall. They're, they're too big. I know. It's crazy. Growing, growing like weeds. Mm-hmm. Well, our goal of this podcast, we want to cook a little better, learn a little bit about food, and most importantly, figure out what the heck to have for dinner. And here's how this works. Every week, we do a recipe recipe roundup. We have three recipes that we cooked and reviewed from popular food blogs, internet chefs, and other places on the web. We have all the recipes, tips, a smorgasbord, and a shopping list on our website at dinnersisters.com. All right, Kate, this week's recipes were a stir-fried beef kale with frisee in a black bean sauce from Serious Eats, a garlic tofu stir-fry from Schwing's Kitchen Sink, and restaurant-style chicken lo mein from Walks of Life. So I love a stir-fry, but I don't make them that often at home. And I don't know, sometimes it's like they're one of those quick meals people talk about a lot, but I'm often Mm -hmm. making Mm -hmm. podcast recipes, so I'm often... Either making a podcast recipe or eating leftovers. I don't know. Right. You know, but there's no reason not to make them more often because they're so delicious and has all, have all those vegetables that you and I love to eat. So this week we are focusing on Chinese style stir fry, which honestly <laughs> isn't much of a focus considering how huge China is and how varied the cuisine is. But I had to have some sort of theme since a lot of cultures do a lot of stir fry. You know, so that's kind of our focus today. I think we could do a whole bunch of different kinds of stir fries in future episodes. So look for that, I'm sure. Um, And I think I found three recipes that kind of strike that balance of of a comfort food um, with, you know, takeout classics and a little something new if you're maybe unfamiliar with Chinese ingredients. That's something we like to do in our podcast. Yeah, Kate, it's funny because we haven't, I don't also make a lot of stir fries, we haven't made a ton of stir fries for the podcast. I mean, mm-hmm. we do every once in a while, but this is sort of unexplored territory for us, which is amazing because I we're know. going to year four. So blows my mind every time. I'm like, I can't believe we haven't done X. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> really? How did we forget that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. All right. So tell us about our first stir fry here. Uh, it's the stir fried beef with kale and frisee and the black bean sauce from Serious Eats. Mm-hmm. So my harvest box strikes again for inspiration. Oh my! <laughs> Kate's still getting the harvest box, guys. Some things har- change, some things stay the same. I'm still getting the harvest box. I was like, oh man! <laughs> Especially when we came back from the special project, and then I had all these greens, and I'm like, good news, I've got a podcast. I'll just make everyone else eat greens too. <laughs> so no one's complaining. Yeah. No one's complaining yet. So, um, 
I wanted to try a stir fry with greens. I haven't made a lot of that. So I was like, okay, let's figure it out. Serious Eats always has some solid recipes. The writer of this recipe, Xiao Zi Zong, says, growing up, not having a plate of Chinese greens on the table for dinner was like not having rice. It was simply unthinkable. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, let's do this. So I had to make this recipe with that kind of endorsement. And this is a beef and kale stir fry in a very like savory sauce. And so you combine um, some flank steak that's been cut into small strips with sugar, black pepper, Shaoxing wine, soy sauce, cornstarch, and vegetable oil. Mix that and set it aside. Then you take some fermented black beans. And these are a Chinese classic ingredient. They're basically are what they say. It's um, soybeans, actually, that have been fermented in a way that turns them black, but also very flavorful. You rinse those because they're kind of salty in a bowl filled with water, drain it, dry it, and roughly chop them, and combine that with some chopped garlic, set that aside. And then you make your sauce, which is sesame oil, water, soy sauce, and cornstarch. And to make it, you heat a tablespoon of oil in a wok over high heat until it's smoking, add the stems of the kale, that you've chopped up, stir fry for a minute, and then you add the kale leaves or the frisee if you're using that. Stir fry until the greens are wilted. Takes about four minutes or so. Add a little bit of salt and take it out of the wok. Set that aside and then add another two tablespoons of oil over that high heat. And then you add in your garlic, fermented black beans. Cook it until you can. it smells really good. And then you add in your sliced beef. Stir and spread it out and kind of cook it without moving until it's lightly browned. And then you turn it. While you're stirring, add in your, your greens. And then you what you do is you kind of push everything away from the center of the wok or your fry pan, whatever you're using. And then you put the sauce into the center, allow it to bubble, and then combine it with all the vegetable and beef ingredients until it's well-coated. You serve it with white rice. This is filled with that umami flavor from the beans, beef, and the greens. That's pretty good. How did you like it, Betsy? Yeah, we liked this one. Mm-hmm. So I think we had a black bean paste, Kate, didn't it? Isn't that what you right. found? Did you find like a sort of... Yeah. So I actually found a sauce that replicated what was being made with that kind of like um, garlic and black beans because I could not find. I went to H Mart, which is a local Korean Asian grocery store in the area, mm-hmm. and could not for mine find fermented black beans. Now H Mart is primarily Korean, so it could be why they didn't mm-hmm. have that. I think if you go to a Chinese store or another Asian market, you might be able to find those. This is as close as I could get. So what I did, and I don't know if you did it, I just added that yep. in with a sauce and called it. So I sort of saw this. I thought this black bean paste, I didn't look closely enough and I thought it was mm. the black beans. So I put it into water and then it just kind of like <laughs> got watered down. And I was like, hold on. I don't think this is. And I looked at it more closely and thought, oh, okay. This I is told you I got we sauce. We just use this. Okay. Well, I clearly was not listening because <laughs> when I <laughs> – I was probably like, cool, sure, yes. And then when I went to go make it, uh, I did not – so anyways, okay, if fair. you get the black bean sauce, it's really useful and then you don't have to do a bunch of this stuff or like a little <laughs> bit of this stuff. Um, but like read your labels is my yeah. mm-hmm. advice here. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, I really liked this technique of kind of just frying and not blanching the greens because I think it, it just made it really mm-hmm. fresh tasting. And Shao yeah. is a Chinese-born American. So, like, kale and frisee are not Chinese greens, right? Yeah. 
But her approach, this like an American ingredients with Chinese techniques, really reminded me, Betsy, of Priya Krishna's mom in Indianish. Mm-hmm. Right? So mm-hmm. she's like, oh, I can't get paneer very reliably, but I make yeah. it with feta. Ooh, and now feta's really delicious. I'm just going to make it that way. Um, I just thought that was a really interesting technique and, and way of approaching it. And I loved the taste of fermented black beans, which I had not had before. This was a four for me. Yeah, and this is a high four out of five for me. And like, mm-hmm. I'd almost give this a five. We were really happy with this. Everyone, uh, I told you I might double the greens in here mm-hmm. even and like make it mm-hmm. really green forward, which I think I would like. We're definitely making this again. I also thought you could add a little spice here if you want Ooh, a little yeah. spicier. Mm-hmm. You know, lots of things to do. Quick question. How, what pan were you making these stir fries in? Yeah, this is a good time to talk about it. I just have a very large skillet. I do not have a wok because I don't have a um, gas stove. Yeah, so it's kind of like, yeah. I, I always feel like, I, and maybe I need to read up more on woks. I really don't know if it's worth getting one with just like this glass top electric stove, you know? Mm-hmm. So I have not, I was not using a wok this whole time. Yeah, I wasn't either. And so I was just kind of like getting my pan real hot. Like on the electric setting, I was on like an eight or a nine, yeah. like eight and eight and a half. It makes me nervous to go to a nine. So I generally don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's on my electric stove top setting. That's where I was doing. Yeah, this. me too. The second recipe is garlic tofu stir fry from Shuangyi's kitchen sink. I've stir fried a lot of tofu in my life with just some, like some oil in a pan. And I thought this recipe with egg and a sticky sauce was like a fun way to make something new. So to make it, you drain and dry tofu with a few pieces of paper towel. No need to press it. Then you cut into cubes, you whisk an egg, and then you toss the tofu in that seasoning with a pinch of salt. And then you make your sauce, which is soy sauce, dark soy sauce, garlic, and sugar, and you set that aside. And then what you do is you add um, a little bit of cooking oil to your big pan or wok on high to medium heat. Then you add in garlic, ginger, and green onion. Saute that for a little bit. And then you add the tofu to the pan. And I, I, I copy this in. She says, then count five to seven Mississippis while the egg mixture mm-hmm. on the bottom sets, <laughs> which I thought was great. A great direction. <laughs> and then gently flip a little bit. Cook all the sides of the tofu for a couple minutes or until it's brown. It doesn't have to be perfect. Then you turn the heat down to low and then pour in the sauce. The liquid becomes sticky really soon and turn off the heat. Stir it until the sauce coats everything and you can garnish with green parts of a green onion and sesame seeds. How'd this go, Betsy? This was pretty good. I mean, I did add mushrooms and some spinach to this kind of like after I did the tofu, I took it out and then just wanted to add some veg and stuff that was in my Mm -hmm. fridge to use it up. And, and then I put everything back together and did the sauce because I figured it'd be fine. And it was fine. Um, my pan was too hot, Kate here. So here is one thing I kind of was like, Oh, stir fry, everything's going to be super hot. And when I went back and read the directions, it does say like a medium heat and you don't want to have anything too hot because you're going to burn that garlic and ginger and the, yeah. you know, and then you don't want it too hot with the egg. So I had to like kind of let my pan cool down because I mm. realized I had gotten it way too hot for yeah. what this was. So that's one note. As I was uh, breaking my eggs, I was like, well, this seems like it would need another egg. Like I'm just going to make two in here. Does not. If you are <laughs> having that feeling... Don't go with it. <laughs> what what happened? <laughs> <I was> like, 
Oh, no, no, just one egg would have been fine. <laughs> you know, when you're kind of like, well, this this doesn't seem right. Um, anyways, Sometimes, not with, not with stir fry <laughs> recipes I've never made. <laughs> anyways, if you're also feeling that, like... <laughs> bit of intuition know that it is wrong one egg is enough overall my family really liked this Mm. i thought it was was a fun not too Mm -hmm. complicated just great recipe i also had a thing with the egg but it wasn't because i added too much i just thought Mm -hmm. it would like stick to the tofu and mine kind of didn't like she had this beautiful brown tofu with little bits of egg and i didn't quite have that experience but i actually think i had the heat too low I think it's, it's it would be a matter... I'm going to make this again, for sure. So I think, honestly, yeah. this is just a matter of, like, finding that good heat. And just, you can yep. nail it every time. The scrambled egg bits were actually delicious. I really liked that part. That was really good. Yeah, it's kind of like a fried rice, right? Mm-hmm. Like, getting those in there. I thought that was nice. Yeah. So I made this with baby bok choy, which I love. You can get big bags of it from, like, a lot of Asian mm-hmm. markets or um, kind of, like, world markets. And I'll talk about how I make that in the smorgasbord. This is a four out of five for me. I'm going to have this in my back pocket for quick dinners for sure. Yeah. Same here. Everyone really enjoyed this. I High four out of five for me on this one, too. I just needed to work on the pan temp, as we said. Yeah. So both of yeah. that same issue. Um, Kate, reading our notes, I think we both had the same issue for the final recipe of the day, too. <laughs> this is a rough re-entry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're a little rusty, guys. <laughs> Good thing okay. everyone is going to get the benefit of our experience. So the last recipe of the podcast is restaurant-style chicken lo mein from Walks of Life. And I think it's this might be on every Chinese takeout menu, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think you can find it everywhere. Uh, I'll admit, and I don't always want to make food I can easily order, but I do like fresh noodles, and I thought fresh lo mein noodles, if you can get them, this would be a fun recipe to try them with. Um, Plus, I love walks of life. You know, I wanted to give it a try. So lo mein, if you haven't had it before, it is a stir fry of chicken, cabbage, carrots, and bean sprouts and soy sauce and garlic sauce. The noodles are like a, a wheat egg noodle with a little bit of a chew. So to make this recipe, in a medium bowl, you combine chicken that's thighs cut up into thin slices with two teaspoons of cornstarch, water, and oil. In a wok over high heat, you add two tablespoons of oil, and then you sear that chicken for a couple minutes until it's brown, and then set it aside. Take it out, set it aside. And then you add a little more oil into the wok, and then you add your garlic, which has been chopped up. Then you add in four cups of cabbage, some julienne carrots, and stir fry that on high heat for about a minute. Then you add in some Shaoxing cooking wine in a circle around the perimeter of the wok. Add in your noodles and the chicken back in and mix well from the bottom up for, you know, until it's nice and well combined. And they do say if the noodles aren't coming apart, add about a quarter cup of water to loosen them up. And then you cover the wok for a minute. Kind of let everything steam. Take the cover off and then you add in a mixture of soy sauce, dark soy sauce, sesame oil, salt and sugar. Stir-fry that for about 30 seconds, and then add in your bean sprouts and scallions. Stir-fry that for one more minute, and then you serve. Betsy, what do you think? I'll just start by saying everyone loved this. Yeah. I did not cook my noodles, Kate. You're supposed to. They're parboiled. I didn't either. And some of them, yes, because you can get ones that you don't need to cook. Right. And you can get ones that need to be cooked for three to five minutes. Right. So not a deal breaker for us. I mean, I will say – most only made my middle child noticed that they were undercooked. She's like, mom, I think you should have cooked these noodles a little bit more. <laughs> but no one 
else even said anything. Yeah. Because they were just, you know, I mean, they were chowing down. I wouldn't recommend doing this, but like it didn't ruin the the deal for Mm -hmm. us. I was thinking you could get like a, um, like a slaw bag for the cabbage and carrots. Oh, yeah. Right as I was chopping mine, because I don't have a food processor. I know. I was thinking, well, I wish I would just have grabbed a bag of the carrot and cabbage slaw. That would be perfect in here. So that was something I was thinking about for next time. I do know it makes a difference now with that dark soy sauce and the regular soy sauce. Mm-hmm. Because I read it ex- extensively in the comments of this recipe. <laughs> I did not have the dark soy sauce, so I just had only the regular. And I think ah. the, I think it was good, but I bet it would be even better if you had the combo. Yeah, and I, it was just really, it was like a lot, a lot. It was overwhelming my skillet. I oh, was same. Really working hard to get it tossed and not have it go all over my stovetop. It was just oh <laughs> yeah, there was so much food, so much food. Yes. I made this yeah. for dinner with my boyfriend and again like he's like i like this this chewy noodle and i was like mm, is it supposed to be chewy <laughs> <laughs> why is it so chewy he's like though? i re- i kind of i like that taste and i was like oh and at first i thought he was being nice and i was like no he really needs it because he's such a nice guy <laughs> but so then funny. i went back yeah. and i was like why was this so chewy oh okay mm-hmm. okay so yeah don't look at the package kids it really at the end of the day Look at look at the packages for both bean paste and for for this. But I think, you know, it just goes to show like you're bound to have some bumps in the road when you try maybe cuisine that's not familiar to you. But like at the end of the day, both dishes were delicious. Right. And so it's just totally worth it for me to make these. And now I know next time I'll cook my noodles. (laughs) Embarrassing. Oh, my gosh. That's the thing that is um, funny as a home cook sometimes, too, when you're thinking, I don't want to try something new because people will not like it or it won't turn out well because mm-hmm. things taste better the you know, usually second, sure. third, fourth time you make them, you get a little bit more familiar with it. And uh, you and I cook a lot, a lot of recipes. Yeah. Just one time. Just right. <laughs> the first right. time. Yeah. And so I will say, though, more often than not, things are okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like – Oh, yeah. Maybe it's not the most amazing thing you've ever made, Mm -hmm. but you at least get a feeling of like, I would like to make this again, or I would not like to make this again. Right. And dinner's mostly never ruined. Yeah. And plus, I think we are making everything for the first time for all of our listeners. So all of our listeners are making everything for the second time. Let's wrap this up. What's our favorites for this episode? Mine was the black bean stir fry, Mm. the first one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, me too, but I think the tofu only because – the tofu wins for me only because I know I will make that again and again. Like, it's going to become mm. one of those, like, old mm-hmm. standards for me. Um, but yeah. either one, I mean, you can't go wrong with any of the recipes this week, that's for sure. And if they sound good to you, make sure to check out our show notes and grocery list at dinnersisters.com. I have links to all the recipes, any tips or techniques, including warnings <laughs> we talked about. <laughs> Got a if lot you, of those this week. Yeah. All right. It's going to be quite a long show note. So settle in with a cup of coffee for this one. Um, if you'd like to chat more with us, you can always ask to join our Dinner Sisters Facebook group. We're at Dinner Sisters Podcast. Okay, Kate, today in the smorgasbord, we are talking stir fries. You've mm-hmm. got a lot of things to talk about here. So I'm going to let you just like <laughs> take off and go. Go with it. Um, yeah. yeah. So I mean, fair, fair. So one thing I wanted to make sure um, 
kind of tied that loose end that I talked about earlier with the tofu recipe is I made some baby bok choy along with it. And like, I find like, I figure when you go to these Asian markets, baby bok choy seems to be one of those things you can get a big bag of it. It's real inexpensive. And I like it. I think it's so delicious. It's real mild, kind of crunchy. So I picked up a bag of that um, bok choy. And it's like, gosh, what, like three, four inches long. So the real Mm -hmm. tiny kind. Anyway, you just cut those in half. And then I get a skillet going on pretty high heat and a little bit of oil. And I just put them cut side down, like really crowding them in the pan. So like almost the full bag I can fit in my large skillet. And let that go until they get nice and browned, almost caramelized. And then I flip each one of them, turn it down to medium, and then add like maybe, I don't know, a third of a cup of water. So there's just a little bit of water on the bottom and then put my um, lid on top and let that steam crisp. And the bo- the other side gets a little bit browned. Um, add a little salt. Sometimes I'll put soy sauce on afterwards and sesame oil. Sometimes I won't. Um, it's just like a very easy, low-key side dish that yeah. I love when I'm making like almost anything. <laughs> it's just a really nice one. Well, and it's it. Yeah. Are you eating an entire bag of bok choy then? No. In one sitting? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No. Sounds like a lot. Well, that's an interesting. So uh, the other piece is that it reheats pretty well. Um, Or you can also like, it is one of those side dishes that you can eat at like room temperature. I find like like a little bit of soy sauce. So like I will eat that over the course of several meals. (laughs) Do not eat. No one's intestinal tract needs an entire bag of baby pot choy. That's a lot. That's a lot, kids. <laughs> but make it all at once. So this is one of the things where you can make the whole thing. Yeah. And it's great to do leftovers with. Yeah, I love it. I'm, you know, and I'm a leftover person too. But you could make small batches. It goes quickly enough that if you don't want to make the whole bag at once, you could certainly like sear off one or two servings at a time. Right? Because it goes so quickly. Nice. I think this whole thing takes 10 minutes to do. Um, and I just love it. I love it. Sometimes I'll put a lot of soy sauce on there because it just sounds really good to me. Um, but this actually recipe is idea recipe is from our friends, Joy Manning, um, at local mouthful Mm -hmm. years ago, they talked about this and I have been doing it since. Yeah. And I even was trying to find the episode where they talked. I have no idea. So (laughs) If they're listening, maybe they can help us out. So, so yeah. So the baby bok choy, I love that. And I think it's a great um, side dish if you're trying to um, kind of add things on. You know, it's great with a little bit, bit of salmon. I I make it with stir fry a lot. Um, so thanks to Local Mouthful for that inspiration, for sure. So the other two things that I had in my list were Kenji Lopez Alt's new book on stir fry, which mm-hmm. I have not gotten. Very excited about it. I mean, any of the books that he writes are so thorough. I think some of our listeners may have already gotten the book. So we love to hear I think how Debbie you like. said she has Debbie it. Debbie has it. That's right. Oh, Debbie would have yeah. it. She's always like on top of things. So I think it's going to be a really interesting book to get. I'm wondering if I'd have to get a walk. If I get this, do I have to get a walk? Probably yes. Okay, so he- in the Facebook group, I did ask Debbie about this, mm. and I will read her response. Debbie, thank you for all the good information in the Facebook group, and we'll share mm-hmm. it. Uh, we'll share it here. So she says, "I have a carbon steel flat bottom wok, but for crazy reasons, I decided I don't like using it. I've been using my large carbon steel paella pan instead." Mm. 
It doesn't have a 100% wok effect, but close. And a lot of the recipes lend themselves well to that. So that's what she's doing. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to hear what other people do with stir fry and wok cooking, Um, especially if you've got maybe not the the more adaptable gas stove, um, if you're working Mm -hmm. on electric or what you guys are up to with that, because I'd love to hear it. I have not found a good solution for me yet, so I'd love to hear what folks are up to. Um, Also, there's a really interesting article. Just Betsy, the universe is coming together. There's a, there's an article in Serious Eats about um, a lady they call I think she's called the Walk Lady in California who has been running this carbon steel walk and Chinese cookery store for years and she says no one leaves my store without a walk and so it's a very wonderful article definitely worth a read we'll put a link in there um, just wanted to mention a few few other walk related things on our stir fried episode. Yeah, that's great. Okay, so coming up next week, we're doing a deep dive into salads. Kate, maybe this will help you with your uh, <laughs> with your box. I hope so. Um, yeah. I was like, oh, this is good. We'll do salads just as spring is coming in. But it did hail like frozen, weird snow hail today in Georgia. And uh, I yeah. called her mom today and she said it was 31 and snow on the ground. So maybe this is more aspirational to help us think to the future. <laughs> In any time of the year, we can all use more greens in our life. So That is true. That is true. All right. All right. So that's what's for dinner this week. See you next time on the Dinner Sisters. We'll save a spot at the table for you. If you have some dinner ideas, you can always send us an email at dinnersisterspodcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at Dinner Sisters Podcast. We've got a great Facebook group we'd love for you to join. We're also on Instagram and we've got a website, dinnersisters.com, that has show notes, our grocery list, everything we talked about today. Last, as per usual, if you like what you're hearing, please review and subscribe or find us over on Patreon and support the podcast. It's how people get to know us and how we keep going. Thanks and happy eating.